Thank you so much for joining us today and listening to a PCF podcast. We believe listening to the Word of God will change your life. God bless you as you continue listening to this podcast. Good morning, everybody. It's great to be back. And we're still on the topic of Martha, my favorite lady in the Bible, a woman of faith. Last week, we saw how Martha had created an event. She created a dinner party so she could specifically invite Jesus in. She wanted to hear and learn more about Jesus. I think that's such a lovely thing, that someone could do something specifically to invite Jesus in. But she didn't just do that. She also invited Mary in and said, Mary, come on, let's go and sit and listen to Jesus. Yes, I know, we all focus on how she got distracted. But the one thing that she did right, she actually knew what to do and run to Jesus. When you've got a problem, don't run away and self-isolate. Rather go to Jesus and isolate with Jesus. That's a much better solution. I'd like to tell you another story today about Martha. And this time it's going to be found in the Gospel of John. And uh, so if you've got your Bibles, let's turn to the Gospel of John, chapter 11. And I want to pick up some verses out of there. And we want to have a listen and have a look at what we can find. You know the story very well because this is a story where Lazarus gets sick. When he gets sick, Martha immediately goes and says, come on, let's find Jesus. And she looks for Jesus and brings Jesus across. But by the time Jesus gets there, he's already died. And Jesus says to Martha, Martha, do you believe? And Martha says, I believe, Lord. And he goes up to the grave and Jesus says to Lazarus, Lazarus, come on out. Loose him and let him go. Some incredible words, which we'll look at in a little while. What a great story. No matter what situation you're facing, even if you think things have died in your life and dreams have died, I want to tell you this morning that Jesus can bring life to dead things. Claire was speaking a couple of weeks ago and said God can create something out of nothing. And even if you've got nothing left, everything is gone around you. Jesus can create something out of that nothing. Well, if you've got your Bibles, I'd have like to have a look at a couple of verses with you about Martha. You see, you might be facing a situation where something is dead. Maybe there's sickness in your body. Maybe you've got a bit of worry and anxiety and depression setting in. Maybe you've lost your job. Your finances are low. Or maybe you just got discouraged and disappointed. You know, that's exactly what happened to Martha. Here's Martha, her beloved brother, and he's now got sick, but she knew what to do. Immediately, pick up the, ver- the story in verse 1 of chapter 11. Now a certain man named Lazarus was sick, Lazarus of Bethany. Now this is the, the uh, brother of Mary and Martha. Verse 3, therefore the sisters sent for Jesus, saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. I want to ask you something. Will you call for Jesus when you're going through a hard time? Martha did. She knew exactly what to do. Now, how would she have known to do this? Hang on, we know that she knows Simon the leper. As I said last week, I personally think that she was married to him. But even if she wasn't, let's say they were just good friends. We know because the Bible actually says in the next chapter that uh, Jesus came to their house, to Simon's house, and Martha was the one who served him food. So we know that they know each other. So Martha was most probably thinking, if Jesus could heal Simon of leprosy, I'm sure he could heal my brother. Lazarus is sick, so I'm going to send for Jesus, just like Lazarus, uh, like uh, uh, Simon. 
and he was healed. She had faith. She believed in Jesus. No matter what you're going through, friends, will you call for Jesus? But look down a little bit, a couple more verses. And I want you to drop down to verse 17. So it was when Jesus came, he found that Lazarus had already been dead for four days. You see, Jesus was delayed for two days and there was another two days of travel. Four days had gone past now from being sick. Lazarus is now dead. Martha, though, still believes. Look at these words. Verse 17, so uh, we see there that uh, Lazarus is dead. Now verse 18, now Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles away. And many of the Jews who had joined the woman around Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him. But Mary was sitting in the house. You see, Martha was expecting. She still had hope in Jesus. She was looking around the whole time. Where's Jesus? Where's Jesus? Where's Jesus? If Jesus comes, everything's going to be okay. She had put her trust in Jesus. She was a woman of faith. Now, when Martha, verse 21, she said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask God, he will give you. What incredible faith. Hang on a minute. That reminds me of the story of the centurion. The centurion, his servant was ill and he came to Jesus and said, Jesus, I've got servants. And I said to this one, go and this one come and this one go. And he bosses them around. He says, I just have to say the word and they do it. If you will just say the word, my servant will live. That's exactly what Martha was saying. Some same type of thing. Lord, I trust you. Whatever you say, it will be because your, the Father in heaven listens. Oh, friends, I tell you what, if you have faith like us and we put our faith in Jesus, dead things can live. Jesus replies in verse 23. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. I'm telling you, Jesus can bring life to dead things. But look at his, her words. Drop your eyes down to verse 28. And when she had said these things, she went away and called her sister. And she said, Mary, Jesus is here. Quickly, he wants you. Again, we see that Martha brought Mary. We saw that last week. But again, she, Martha was the one who saw Jesus, who ran to meet him. And now she's gone and fetched again Mary and said, Mary, come. I want to ask you. Maybe you're not going through a hard time right now. Maybe it's a friend, a colleague, maybe someone in your close or in your neighborhood. Will you point them to the direction of Jesus and say, Jesus is calling for you. He can make it all right. He can fix this bad situation and turn it around for good. Will you be a bringer? Will you be like Martha and bring someone to Jesus? Go back a verse. I want to show you something very exciting. Verse 27, after Jesus said, do you believe these things? She said, yes, Lord, I believe you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming to the world. You are the Christ, the Son of God. Again, that rings a bell. I've heard this before. Who else would have said, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God? Who else said that? Yeah, you got it. It was Peter. Remember when Peter and the disciples were walking and Jesus turned around and said, who do men say I am? And Peter was the one who came out and said, you are the Christ, the Son of God. And Jesus' response was, listen, Simon, Simon Peter, no one revealed that to you except my Father who is in heaven. Could it have been that Martha was present 
when Peter said those words, because she copied him. She said exactly that. You are the Christ, the Son of God. She said the exact same words. How would she have known? She was a woman of faith. But just by the way, Peter, he actually said those words in a place called Caesarea Philippi, which was 105 miles away. Was Martha hanging around Jesus already then? Or maybe it wasn't she wasn't there. Maybe it was Simon. Maybe Simon was hanging around there because he wanted to be healed. And maybe he came back and told Martha. Or maybe it was just divine revelation from our Heavenly Father to Martha. But I'm telling you, Martha is a woman of faith. You are the Christ. You know, the Christ is not Jesus' surname. Just like John the Baptist. Baptist is not John's surname. No, it describes what John did. John was baptizing, so he was called John the the Baptist. Uh, Paul the Apostle. Apostle is not Paul's surname. It describes what Paul did. Paul, he was a missionary. He was a sent one. That's what apostle means. So they called him Paul the Apostle. Jesus Christ. Christ isn't his surname. It describes what Jesus did, who he was. In the Old Testament, the, the, the prophet would come up with a horn, a ram's horn, full of oil, and he would anoint a person to be king. Just like Saul was anointed to be king, David was anointed to be king, and they would pour the oil right over their head, all the way down, right to their feet, and they would empower them to do what no one else could do. They were given divine ability above their normal abilities. Supernatural God empowerment was the anointing. Isaiah tells us it's the anointing that breaks every yoke. Jesus was anointed. And that's what Christ means. Christ means to smear on. It's it's a Christos. It's, It's the anointing that rests on a person from the power of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus was anointed. Let's have a look at that verse in Luke chapter 4 and verse 18. Jesus himself, he's just been baptized in the Holy Spirit and he's come out of the wilderness after being tempted. And now he comes to the temple and he says these words in verse 18 of Luke chapter 4. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the gospel. He has anointed me to heal the brokenhearted. He has anointed me to proclaim liberty to the captives. He has anointed me to, for recovery of sight to the blind. He has anointed me to set at liberty those who are oppressed. He has anointed me to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Oh my goodness, Jesus was anointed. He was the anointed Christ, the Christos. Uh, a lovely verse that I, I really love, 1 um, Corinthians chapter 1. And I want you to have a look at this. 1 Corinthians 1 and verse 24. But to those who are called both Jew and Greeks. Now, Jews was the, uh, the, the Jewish nation. That's Mary and Martha and Lazarus. They were all Jews. But this verse actually specifically says, and to the Greeks, that was the Gentiles, that was everyone else. So this verse is saying, to everybody, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Christ, didn't say Jesus Christ, it said Christ, the anointed, the smeared on one, the empowered one, the divine enabler, Christ is the power. So that's why when Jesus came up to Martha, he said, where have they put him? And Martha said, he's in the tomb over there. And Jesus said, roll away that tombstone. And he said, Lazarus, come out. Loose him and let him go. 
because of the power, the divine enabling, the power of God was released through Jesus. He was anointed. And Jesus also has the wisdom on how to use that anointing and that power. Isn't that fantastic? You might say, Wayne, I'm like Lazarus, I'm sick. I'm battling, I've got depression. I've got anxiety. I'm worried. I've, I've lost my job. I've been furloughed and I'm down income and we're stressed out. I've been disappointed. I believed in the Bible before. I believed in Jesus before and, and I didn't get my miracle. I didn't get my answer to prayer. When I'm not sure about this, I want to I remind you of Martha. Martha believed in Jesus and said, you are the Christ. I believe. Oh, if you put your trust in Jesus and you said, I believe in Jesus, the anointed one in the Christos. I believe in that power of God that's going to be released in my life. Jesus can change your situation. You know, maybe sickness has come upon your body. Jesus would say to you, loose him and let go. Healing be yours in the name of Jesus. Maybe it's fear. Again, listen to those words. Loose him. And let him go. The peace of God come upon you. And love that passes all understanding. And the love that casts out all fear. Jesus says when we faced with depression. Loose him and let him go. Restore my soul. Restore my mind. Thank you Lord Jesus. Maybe it's financial loss that you're encountering. Again listen to those words. Loose him and let him go. My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. Martha, when faced with a dilemma, when faced with sickness, when faced with worry, she always ran and called Jesus. Call on Jesus today. Then she always would bring somebody with. She always would say, come Mary, come join me. Mary, just by the way, she was weeping she was crying and it was Martha out there fetching Jesus. She went and called Mary and said, Mary, the master needs you. Will you fetch Jesus? Will you bring somebody else in? But most importantly, will you invite Jesus Christ, the anointed one, into your heart? There's a great song. And the, the, the chorus part says these words, I believe in you. You're the God. Of miracles. I believe in you. You are the God of miracles. Why don't you whisper those words this morning? I believe in you. You're the God of miracles. Why don't you put your hand on your heart? Thank you for healing my body. I believe in you. You're the God of miracles. Put your hand on your aching knees on your sore neck, or maybe on your head where you get migraines. I believe in you. You're the God of miracles.
I believe in you. You are the God of miracles. One last verse I'd like to read to you. Colossians chapter 1 verse 27. To them, that's us, God willed to be made known what are the riches of the glory of the mysteries among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. It didn't say Jesus, it said Christ in you, the hope of glory. When Martha asked Jesus, he said, Martha, the glory of God is going to be revealed through the death of Lazarus when I raise him from the dead. The glory of God. Christ is in you, the hope of glory. Christ is in you. Is Jesus Christ in you? I'd like you to invite him in. And you might be looking at me and saying, I don't know Jesus. I've never met him. I haven't called on him before. Today's your day. You don't have to pay anything. You don't have to join a club. You don't have to join a church or a denomination. All you have to do is say, I believe in you. Lord Jesus, I believe you are anointed. You are from God and you died for me. The power of God is in you. Would you come into my life? And would you bring your life into my dead situations? Would you put your trust and be like Martha and say, I believe. Maybe you also have going through hard times right now. Maybe you've lost your job. Maybe a loved one and you're bereaved. Maybe you're weeping and crying from loneliness, depression. Right now, just put your hands on and say, I believe. That anointing come on me, Lord Jesus. We welcome you into our hearts right now. Just say those words, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Anointing, come into my life with your power. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I believe in you. You're the God who works miracles. I believe in you. You are the God of miracles. God bless you.